Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother Approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn. And this week the theme was I Didn't Know You Could Sing. That's right. I liked this theme. This is a good theme. This was a great theme. This was, and did someone give us this theme? Well, it came from the theme musicals. Right. Which came from an email from Dawn, not you. Right. D-O-N, Dawn, not Dawn. Anyway. There's a difference. (laughs) I guess there's a difference. There's a difference. It came from the theme uh, musicals, and we kind of put a spin on it to make it a little bit more exciting. Um, So, Mom, what did you get this week? Oh, I got a lovely film that you picked out for me. No. Called Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Yeah. So, I have some notes. Okay, look at my notes today. It's an envelope. It's And it's half of an envelope. It's half an envelope. So, I don't have a lot of notes on this one. But, so let's go over the, the technical stuff that I love. So, it came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. Directed by Jake Kasdan. Don't know a whole lot about him. He is a director, author, producer. Any relation to Lawrence Kasdan? I don't know. Because I don't know who Lawrence Kasdan is. So he wrote Empire Strikes Back. I will have to do a little geek searching and see what happens on that. But anyway, so you can look that up another time. Written, and it was written by Judd Apatow and Jake Kasdan. Yeah. Is it I, Apatow or Apatow? I think it's Apatow. I think it's Apatow. I don't, Judd Apatow. I think he wouldn't care. He, what doesn't, I, he doesn't care yeah. what I call him. Um, so it is, I would call it, let's see, what did you call it to me? You said it was a spoof? Yeah. Could you call it a spoof? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's totally in the vein of, like, Airplane and those yes. old, like, not, like, epic movie, blah, but more like a really good... It's a parody. It's just a parody of biopics. And that's exactly what it is. So, stars... Okay, the cast. That's what took up my whole envelope. So, the main characters are... Is played by John C. Riley, and that's why you had me watch this, because he does all of his own singing. All of his own singing. And I think okay. he does most of his own guitar playing. Oh, see that I didn't uh, he, didn't know. Yeah. Okay, so now I have to go, but I'm looking at my notes. I can't even read my own notes. Um, oh, shoot. Tim Meadows. Meadows. Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows is in it, who I've known from Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and he also did The Ladies' Man, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I never he, watched yeah, he it. he did The Ladies' Man. Yeah. Kristen Wiig, who is pretty popular now. She wasn't anybody yet. And she's big on her own now. Craig Robinson, yep. who again was kind of a nothing and not in, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but. I'm sure Craig Robinson is our number one fan. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Harold Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis is in this. Has he passed away? Yeah, Harold Ramis died. Oh, he, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Can't have a contested mother approved episode with mom, without mom going, he, who died? He's yeah, dead. I'm sorry. He I sadly can... passed away. I'm and... sorry. Okay, and hello, Martin Starr. Martin yeah. Starr is in it, and wasn't he from Freaks and Geeks? This was kind of a whole big episode of, oh, oh, that guy. Oh, he's in this. He's well, in that. He's in this. So who wrote it? Judd Apatow and Jake Kasdan. What did Judd Apatow do? All the yucky, nasty movies I've never seen. Freaks and Geeks. Oh, I so didn't know So a lot of these guys, yeah, yeah, a lot of these okay, guys that are that. in this uh-huh. and that he's still friends with, he works with them a lot. They a lot of the freaks and geeks cast show up in a lot of his movies. Kind of like Adam Sandler has those two or three people that he always uses in his movies, right? But where like these people are actually talented. Oh well, then that's okay. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Adam Sandler okay. sucks. No, don't. That's rude. Okay. <laughs> um, I have more. Okay. Who else? Chris Parnell. Yep. Is Chris in Parnell. It. Um, Jack. Oh gosh, darn it, Jack. 
McBriar. He was in 30 Rock. Yeah. He plays the studio page. Ed Helms is in it. Frankie. Ed Helms is in it. Ed Helms is in it very quickly. Frankie Munoz is in it. Munoz, he plays. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and he plays Buddy, Buddy Holly. Holly. Um, oh, I wrote Ed Helms twice, so it must have really made an impression on me. Um, Jenna Fisher is in it. She's from The Office. Mm-hmm. Jane Lynch is in it. She's from, from everything. Everything. Now she does the family game night or something on NBC. Yeah. Um, but she also did a lot of Christopher Guest films mm-hmm. in the 90s because I've seen all those. I love those. And then I'm still going. Jack Black is in it. He plays Paul McCartney, which is just weird. Um, <laughs> Jonah Hill is in it. Justin Long plays George Harrison, who could also play you in a movie. He remind Justin Long reminds me of I'll take you. It. Okay. Paul Rudd is in it. He plays another Beatle. He's John Lennon, I think. John, yeah. Okay, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. He plays. I don't know who I he think, plays. I think he's Ringo. No, I think Justin Long's. I don't remember. Who, but it was basically yeah, it was all four Jack the, Black, Justin Long, Jason Schwartzman, and Paul Rudd were the Beatles. Yeah. So, so amazing. Let's see. Do I have anything else on the other envelope? No, no just an address. Just yeah, a regular envelope. So, all right. So the theme is didn't know you could sing. Okay. Fantastic. The music is fantastic. You thought the movie was fantastic. No, it's not what I said. I said the music is fantastic. So let's talk about the movie for those mm-hmm. of you who hadn't seen it. And this actually we I haven't seen the, I hadn't seen this one before. Yeah, I know. So finally, because I always say to you, pick a movie I haven't seen. Pick yeah. a movie I, I, I mean, haven't seen. And technically you hadn't seen Man Who Laughs, but I didn't quote unquote pick you know, I picked that, but it wasn't right. like I got to Right. Yeah. Right, which is creepy now because, like, my students will bring in little Batman and Joker, and I'm like, oh, I know the background to it. They don't care. They're four. They don't care. But anyway, um, so basically the story is the story of this musician, Dewey Cox. Mm-hmm. You know from the get-go, and probably if I would have paid attention, I would have known that it was definitely not realistic. They're making fun of everything. He accidentally machetes his brother in half when he's six <laughs> years old. And I'm like, ooh, and like the half of his brother is still talking to him and the other, the legs are just standing there. And But it's the whole, I mean, it's the whole thing of like, I mean, Ray did something similar and Walk Hard where it's this like, look, at, even uh, even Great Balls of Fire did that. Look, okay. I'm a child. But wait, I'm getting to all okay, that okay, of okay. the similarities because yeah. you could tell when I was watching it. So I was going to say a couple of things I thought were weird. First of all, you know, you see him as a child. He's killed his brother and the father keeps saying, the wrong boy died. Wrong, the wrong kid died. Yeah. <laughs> And then, then they flash ahead to when he's 14, played by, played by John C. Riley. I'm like, okay. That, that's the joke, is yeah, that exactly. a lot of movies do that. Right. Where it's like the actor, the adult, like 30-something-year-old yeah. actor, plays, I'm 14 years old. Right, and they do it all the time. So, I mean, I caught all that. And then Kristen Wiig's like, I'm 12, which she wasn't. Um, but, so it was really good interesting and then it's his progression and what I liked about the movie again was the music not the story the music where he comes out when he's 14 and they're wearing like the red suit so totally to me was kind of like a play to that um kind of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons mm-hmm. kind of kind of music and then it goes on and he does um then it kind of does like a Doors, he gets into drugs, and then it's like a Doors, Jim Morrison kind of look. And then there's the Bob Dylan sound. And then he's, you know, taking drugs with the Beatles. But I liked the whole, the music part of it, I thought was really neat because you know me. I love 
music. I, and I, that I mean, since we started this show, I've been telling you, I'm going to make you watch this movie specifically for the soundtrack because the soundtrack, you you could pull it and just tell someone that the, and play it with other music that from that era that it's mimicking and it would sound exactly straight like there's only one song on there that's really kind of like oh, crude and kind of a joke right but everything else is just well written like when you're talking when he's 14 and the song they're playing is like take my hand right and if we're just gonna walk through the park you know I'll take you home before it's dark and the whole joke is like people start freaking out like this is the devil's music like, right and and they were too I mean they're poking fun at the whole music industry but it so I liked okay so I really really like the music the music is good the music is fantastic and my favorite part of the whole movie is he's had to go to rehab that's not my favorite part he's had to go to rehab he is trying to get back. They want him to do um, some other work, and he's clean and sober and everything. And he said, I'm afraid if I do it, the temptations will get me. And his wife or whatever said, you can do it. Well, as he's walking by, this group is singing, and he goes, oh, no, it's temptations. And it was the temptations <laughs> band, which cracked me up. But um, so... Based on the theme, I didn't know you could sing. This movie fits perfectly. Yeah. I loved the music in it. I mean, there's a couple songs that I didn't want to hear. Yeah. But did I like the film? Okay. If you take out the bad words, which there weren't too many F words. There was about 10 because I counted them. Um, and you took out all the crudeness. Yeah. And you took out the nakedness. It would be about a 30-minute movie and it would be really good. Okay, but again, and then how does the dad die? Dewey Cox, whoops, accidentally, machete accident, and he's in half. But he respects him after that. Well, yeah, and then how does his mom die? His mom dies because she and the dad are dancing to the song. And the dad's great. finally starting to like yeah, it. Yeah, enjoy it, and he's dancing, and the mom falls out the window, and she trips on the phone, the radio wire to bumps, bops her in the head. And... And then, then at the, before that, then the dad's like, forget it. It's all your fault. Everyone died. So, did I like the movie? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Did I like the music? Yes. Did I like what they were trying to do? Yes. But take out all the yucky stuff and it would have been it, good. It, it's a really, it's a good pair of what it's parodying. And good is not in like whether you enjoyed it or right. not. But good is in like, it does a really good job at parodying those kind of movies. Absolutely, because I could, as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this is what they're talking about, this is where they're going, mm -hmm. where I did find it interesting how they would say, you know, that this is Buddy Holly, this is Elvis. I didn't know Elvis, but you told me. It's Jack White. See, I don't. From the White Stripes, who, when I saw that, I kind of was like, oh, I want him to play Elvis in a real movie. See, I get, he could walk right up to me and say, hi, I'm Jack White, and I'd say, hello, Jack, I, I don't know who you are. <laughs> he actually... He lives in, I think it's Nash, it's some southern state, and he lives there, and this is a total tangent, That's but okay. he got invited to some, like, he's been invited for years to some family barbecue that, like, his block does, and he's never home because he's Jack White, he's a musician. So he finally goes, and none of these people know who he is, right. they just know he's the guy that lives on the end of the street. So there's, like, maybe 30 people at this barbecue, and they're taking pictures, like, of just, like barbecue neighborhood <laughs> barbecue and jack white is just also in these pictures and he i think he brought like potato salad <laughs> like he like because he's a normal person yeah, yeah but it was just like these people didn't know who jack white was yeah they just, i had no idea yeah. who he was um but then some of it would be not specifically but if you were a music like there was one 
song where Dewey sings with Darlene and it's called Hello Darlene or something, which was very similar, and maybe it's just because me and music, was very similar to Conway Twitty's song Hello Darlin'. Mm-hmm. It had that same sound, and so that's what I think they were going for. So um, Judd Apatow and Jake Kasdan, I have to say kudos to them because they knew their music. They knew... They knew the genres. They knew how to play it. John C. Riley helped a lot with the music too. Okay, where, well, where, yeah, like he. Kudos to them for that. And you know what's interesting? Uh, I watched this with the the commentary on because I I absolutely oh, love okay. this movie. So you know the song but that it's naughty. It's very, it's, it's naughty. But you know the song that Craig Robinson sings before. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. His I think it's his grandfather actually wrote that song. It's like a legitimate like. See, it's cool. Yeah. So that I find so much, I'm starting to now find out a lot. You watch the commentary. As long as you've already seen the movie, it's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And you get to learn a lot of good stuff that you don't know. So, okay. So is there anything else before I rate it that we should talk about with this movie? Yeah. I mean, from watching the commentary, I know a lot about this movie. Yeah, tell me about this. Um, So you know this scene where he's singing A Life Without You is... No Life Felt, which is yes. honestly, I think it it's a, a great, genuinely beautiful song. Great song. Originally in the test version, during that song, it was a montage of him cheating on his wife. Oh, yeah. See, and we... people hated the character for the rest of the movie. They yep. wanted the bad things to happen to him. And they were like, no, 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 no. We want people to like, even though it's a joke and it's a comedy, we want people to like the character. We want right. we want people to like Dewey. And, and... and did I like Dewey? I felt sorry for him more than yeah. anything. I did kind of find myself, I know it's a movie, but find myself kind of rooting for him a little bit. Um, I did want to fix his hair. Um, there was a couple of times his hair is down and I, I wanted to push it out of his face. But, uh, you know, it was it was okay. The scene where he's playing ball with his kids where he's trying to like... He's and trying all to those be... kids. And I'm like, what is going well, he on? He even makes a reference at one point. He's like, are you sure you're mine? And it's like an, like an adult. like, And I think he's like an Indian guy. And he's just like an adult throwing yeah. the ball back to him. Yeah. and But I mean, it definitely made fun of, played homage to all mm-hmm. the old documentary, whatever they're Biopics, called. Biopics, yeah. Biopics, yeah. So, okay. Well, hold on. Yes. Did you watch after the credits? Um, no, because I was working and they were coming home. So I watched part of it. Did you see the actual Dewey at the end? Is there an actual Dewey? No. But what they do... I didn't see that. I was like, is, really? There's a person like that? No. Ooh. It's John C. Riley in old man makeup. Playing walk hard, but slower. Like an old... And he doesn't... He kind of doesn't sound like John C. Riley. But they say the actual Dewey. Like, Got it. And to kind of do... Because they do that in biopics all the time. Yeah, exactly. Where they show the original yeah. picture. Um, There was something. I did have to just, of course, making fun of the biopics. Where at the last scene and he's singing the song. And then it ends. And then it says, Dewey died three minutes after this <laughs> song. And I'm like, well, of course he did. Because, you know, whatever. We can't just be like, it's good. But that's, I mean, that's the, the thing right, is all these exactly. biopics are like, and then he proceeded to die. Well, pretty much that's what happened. Um, the only thing, this is just me being really silly. So they did, they did the Beatles, which was fine. They did um, Buddy Holly. They did Elvis. They d- even did the Big Bopper. But here's, here's what oh, I Oh yeah, was, I forgot Big Bopper's in it for like yeah, a second. a second. And I don't know who plays him, but. N- nobody I knew. But they should have done Richie Valens because they were all in, this is just me and, yeah. and my quirky little music stuff. 
because Richie Valens, Big Bopper, and Buddy Holly were doing a tour together. So, I mean, they, they showed those it, two for like a second. They could yeah. have thrown him in real quick. Well, and at the same time, too, I, I think it, it is a really good, like, I mean, I, I think it's really good in one of those things of just kind of like doing a, a biopic and they do this all the time. They just throw celebrities in as right. like, a, oh, wow, did you see so-and-so's playing so-and-so? Right. So kind of with you reference the Beatles to be played by these guys that look nothing like the Beatles. Well, and but that's what makes it funny. And to see Jack Black be Paul McCartney. Be Paul McCartney. I'm like, well, and first of all, I'm watching it on my phone. Okay, yeah. so it's not super big to begin with. And I'm going... To, I'm like turning my you can't those of you listening yeah. don't know what I'm doing with my hands but I'm like turning my phone trying to make it bigger trying to figure out who they they are so um okay can I rate it now or do you have more things to talk about um because I are you surprised that Bob Dylan didn't show up I legitimately thought there was like gonna the, be a, not the real Bob Dylan but just because they do this whole Bob Dylan shtick of like well yeah how, how come <laughs> I think Dewey says like they're like how come you sound like like new Dewey sounds like old Bob Dylan he, and he's just like, how come nobody's asking Bob Dylan? How come old Bob Dylan sounds like new Dewey? Right, exactly. But, yeah, so they kind of reference it. But, I mean, just like with Jim Morrison and the Doors, you knew who they were trying to be with the glasses and then kind of that punk. And there was really, if you know music, there was no doubt where they were going. I, I Apparently they cut, like, two hours out of this. Like, they made a super long, like, the script was huge because, like, they had all these extra ideas. Right. Like, there was going to be a grunge reference like like that quote unquote Dewey invented grunge because of course right. he invents punk at one point right exactly and, and so all these extra things um there's actually another movie that is definitely a spiritual sequel to this one it even has Tim Meadows what, a spiritual sequel what does that mean it's not directly Dewey Cox two okay but it's... but it's got Tim Meadows okay. who used to be like the bass player in this band yeah yeah and it's called Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping and it's starring Andy Samberg and it's almost the oh, same exact yeah kind of style but with modern music I, but it's like he's a pop star he's kind of yeah. this justin biebery like is it done by judd apatow is it totally... i don't i don't think so but it does have a lot of the same people the same. in it okay but so it totally it like if if tim meadows's character was just named the same as it was in this movie you which told, was like it is it, just a it one. wasn't i looked it up but it because at first he showed up and i was like is he just playing the same guy like Probably. but he's i mean he's not but it um it's that same kind of does a really good job at spoofing the kind of movies that are about music of the time. Right. And so, yeah. So, and I here I'm looking at my notes. 2007. I can't believe that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, this movie's 10 years old. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. So, all right. So, here's so our rating is buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, honey. But I'm going to throw it in the trash, but I'm going to keep the soundtrack. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah, you well, can keep I can that. do whatever I want. Oh, you know what I didn't? You know what I didn't reference? No. He had, to, to advertise this movie, he went on tour as Dewey Cox. Huh, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did it do well or? Eh. eh. Yeah. I people. I think. I think it's got a pretty big cult following. That's Pe- what I could see. That people really like it now, but I don't think it did well at the time. Um, well, no, because if you're not into music, you're not going to get it. You're just going to no. think it's a bunch of nudie patootie. <laughs> drug stuff making fun of yeah you're not gonna get it so. but i mean whenever you bring this movie up to people a lot of people are like oh wrong kid died wrong you know what i mean yeah. it, it's it, it's got a lot of very quotable things and i mean it, it's 2007 super bad had just come out so jonah hill was still the nobody i believe like he was he was still right. i think at the time this movie came out it was oh it's the kids from super bad Got it. it wasn't which I've never seen and don't make me watch. I Thank won't make you. you watch that one. But it, you know, it wasn't Oscar-nominated actor right. Jonah Hill. But it was a whole long list of 
people that oh, were yeah. in it. So it was, when did you even, I mean, there's even Michael Jackson references. So I think at one point I fell asleep <laughs> because I woke up and I'm like, oh, and then, but I wasn't sure if he I has fell a, he has a pet monkey. Okay. I saw that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I think it was close to the middle that I think I kind of nodded off for a few yeah. minutes. Yeah. I don't, th- it, it wasn't enough to make me go, what? It, it was, it was just like, oh, okay. A I'm couple back. of minutes, maybe five minutes. Um, um, cause you know, it's been a long week, but, um, yeah. so yeah. So did I like the movie? Not so much. Did I like the music and what they were trying to do? Yes, just take out the yucky stuff. Do you think that they tried to do it? Like you said, you said, do I like the music and what they were trying to do? Well, do you think they accomplished? Absolutely. What, yeah. I and and you said that they did like two hours of stuff they cut. I think they could have cut out the yucky stuff and put the rest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I don't I don't need to see nakedness. I don't need to have bad words. I don't. I don't. Um, but. You know, could they have added? I think they could have, but this is what they I, do, and this is what remember. they make. Tell so me. you you referenced the Darling song, or, or by Hello Kanye. Darling, yeah. yeah, yeah. So in the commentary, they actually talk about, and this is so funny. This doesn't sound like a conversation you'd have about like a crude comedy. The reason they wrote that song is because at the time he's still married to another girl. Yes. But Darling, because he's at, or actually sounds like Darlene. Right. So it's oh I can't I can't stop thinking about you darling 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 you're amazing darling but it sounds like Darlene right. who is the girl that he is in love with actually yes. and so it, it's like why is that a thought process in this like crude goofy comedy but, but that's, that's a why. really interesting like Absolutely. way to do that of like Absolutely. oh he's actually falling in love with her but he's saying darling her name is Darlene right so well good enough. All right. well, well then I'm glad we, we yeah. watched it. When we come back, uh, I'll talk about La La Land. Woohoo! You haven't even seen it yet. Well I'm lying. During the break, I did Google Jake Kasdan, and he is Lawrence Kasdan's son. Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, Empire Strikes Back. I've actually spoken with him. So, yeah. You did? What'd you say? Hello. Hello. I'm a big dork. <laughs> no, it yeah, that's was... that's something I would say. Hello. How's your day going? You big nerd. Um, <laughs> no, I just... I, I think Where did I, you meet him? I met him at a, a writing festival in San Jose. They do that Cinequest oh, Film Festival. Oh, several years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went just because he was this the main speaker for the day of writing so I went and I listened to him and I actually asked him a question and I think my question was like when you wrote the words no I'm your father did you know that you were writing like the biggest plot one of the biggest plot twists of all time and he kind of laughed he goes well now you've spoiled it uh, like if anybody in that room yeah, had not had seen, or seen Empire Strikes Back right. but he was talking and saying well, well George actually came up to him and said here's what I want and he was like oh crap alright cool let's do it Right. Um, okay, you can't see this, but mom just told me not to say crap. I actually censored what he actually said by saying crap. So. Oh well, okay then. Then say <laughs> that's that. That's fine. Um, yeah. So he was. He is. Uh, so that actually makes sense to me because I know we're still talking about the last. Game, that's okay. But it, it does make sense because if if dad is a storyteller, because I felt like while it was a crude comedy, it did definitely have some like that actual yeah. that storytelling. Like it it followed that. It it didn't just feel like crude jokes. Ah, look, look, we can make a fart joke. We can do this. Ha ha ha. That's like true. there was actual story that they right. added crude elements to, not crude elements they added a story to. Right. 
But just because your dad or your mom is something doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. And that will... No, because you know what? That can be another theme because I have the perfect movie. Just because your dad is... But but see, my, my logic there is you're good with kids. And because I've been around with you and I, I've worked... You know, I've, you're my mom. I've been around you. I feel like I do not have any training how to be how to work with kids. But I can work with kids because how I've seen you do it. Yes, but that will be a theme coming up okay. because I have the perfect film that just because her dad was a director, she was not very, you know, no. Okay, let Sophia me just, Coppola is a great director. That's who I was thinking of, and I was thinking of Godfather, or maybe she was in it. She's in the Godfather. That's the Godfather she, 3. She directed, she, have you seen Lost in Translation? It's, it, again, it's not my kind of film. It's Bill Murray. I understand that, and Scarlett Johansson. yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I tried. I did. It's one of those movies where the actor plays himself. Bill Murray totally plays himself. In almost every film he's been in. Mm, in but, the last but I mean, 15 years. Like, have you seen Birdman? Nope. M- Michael Keaton plays Michael Keaton in Birdman. I mean, he's not Michael Keaton. So you have to add that to the list. Yeah, we'll, I don't... I'll make you see Birdman for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, Mom made me watch La La Sorry. Land. <laughs> Sorry, we totally went Whatever. off on a tangent there. Whatever. Mom made me watch La La Land. Before I pressed play. Okay. Here's what I thought La La Land was. Okay. A movie set in the 60s right? about a guy who wants to open a jazz club and Emma Stone who wants to be an actress, but it's also a musical. The opening sequence, the first shot is like a modern car. Yeah. And I legitimately had to make sure I was watching the right movie. I heard you say, wait, is this one right? Because I, I was like, doing? wait, what? Like, So I have to, while you're talking, I'm yeah. going to look something up because uh, 10 years ago, maybe, Ben Affleck did a film that was the Superman story. Hollywoodland. Hollywoodland. Okay, it wasn't La La Land, it was Hollywoodland. That's what I was thinking. Or was it, was... wasn't it the Black Dahlia? No. It was... Wait, isn't it about, it's not about him getting killed because he didn't get killed. He jumped out a window or something, right? I, I don't know. But anyway, we're, but anyway sorry, yeah, yeah. we digress um, again. Uh, okay, so first this lady gets out of her car and then everyone gets out of the car and they're singing and dancing. <laughs> yeah. And because that's what I do when I drive, don't yeah, you? Yeah, especially when there's traffic. And I guess this might just be the freeway down there, but I noticed there's even a divider in the middle, but traffic is only going one way. Yeah. And it drove me nuts, but then I was like, you know what? Just let it go. It might be the, the freeway down there. I can't get mad over something. Um. Here's what I did not realize is that La La Land is actually a sci-fi film because La La Land takes place in a universe where only attractive people exist. <laughs> because there are these people dancing up and down the freeway, and it's like, hello, I am businessman who works nine to five. Also, I'm like super jacked. Gorgeous. Yeah, I'm like super chiseled and jacked, and it's like, that's not. That's not life. I, I'm I'm the male lady, and I'm also Beautiful. a runway model. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not how the world works. Um, no. There was literally no unattractive people in that. There was just no, nobody no. in that. Yeah, there was no one who looked normal. They were all like, we are flashy. Look at us. I'm right. a mover. Look at me. It's like, okay. Um, okay. And I'm sure that the opening song is great, but it just reminded me too much of the, the opening song from Goofy Movie. <laughs> do, you, do you remember I, that song? I the, do. The After Today. And I was just like. Yeah. So I just, you just had the Goofy. You yeah. were looking for Goofy at that point. I just like Max. Because then at one point someone jumps out on a skateboard and I just lost it. Oh, well, yeah. Because cause that's what happens in a Goofy movie. Um, wait, was Polly Shore in this one? Oh, I wish. I <laughs> I wish it was just like Polly Shore instead of Ryan Gosling. But no. he no, but he was. Well, you don't even remember his name last time. Who? But he, Ryan Gosling. You called him the boy. Did I call him the boy? You were like the boy. 
I was actually I was talking to someone about this. How it's funny that of course you can remember Stone's name, but Ryan Gosling. Uh, well, because there's so many. I actually wanted to call him Ryan Reynolds. Well, they look the same. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Look at their mouths. They have the same like the eyes are different, but the bottom half of their face. Well, is the and same. isn't Ryan Reynolds like forty two feet tall? Forty two feet? No. He's really tall, isn't he? I think they're like. Well, I don't know. anyway, we're anyway. just talking about weird stuff today. Um, Sorry. Whatever. Uh, Emma Stone works. Wait, where, I don't know. Emma Stone works at a coffee place on a movie set, or it's on like the Warner Brothers lot. Nice. I want to work there. That that would just be the coolest. Like she right. wants to like actually be an actress, but I'd be like, that'd be just a pretty. You, I feel like you'd have really cool stories, either positive or negative. It'd be like, oh, I met George Clooney today and he was awesome. Oh, I met Polly Shore today and he sucks. Like it. Or whatever. Or I mean, we don't want to talk bad about people we don't know. We don't talk bad about people we don't know. Polly Shore, if you're listening, come on the show, prove me wrong. Yeah, you can come and sit only, in Ruben's bedroom. Only if you refer to yourself as the weasel the whole time. Or which you have to say, what's that? Leaning Tower oh, of Jesus. <laughs> okay, Goofy movie. If you haven't seen it, you just gotta look it up because it's funny. <laughs> Who hasn't seen the? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Goofy movie. Um. Okay, so she goes to this audition. Emma Stone goes to this audition. Everybody looks like her, which I thought was a really interesting thing. Um, so everybody's... So I haven't seen it, but I Everyone knew. is pretty, red hair, her Got height. Got it. Um, uh, her name is Mia, and there's this whole sequence. It's like a song and dance number where all her friends are singing. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. before this, she is driving. So after that scene starts, she's driving... And then, like, yes. she doesn't go, like, because there's room for her to go. And then this car behind her, like, she's, honks. She's, like, riding or reading or something. She's doing whatever, yeah. And then this car behind her, like, honks. And he, like, pulls up and makes sure he's, like, ah, blah, blah. He's, like, yelling at her. And she, she like, flips him the bird. She and it's, waves. It, no, she doesn't wave. <laughs> it's Ryan Gosling. And then she's, obviously, Emma Stone, the two right. leads of the movie. So Mia's, all Mia's friends are, like, we got to go out and we got to look fancy and blah, 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 blah. And we got to do everything to look nice and she's like i don't want to and then she goes out but they're all wearing primary colors or not primary colors but like one friend is clearly red other friend green other friend yellow mia is blue those are primary colors honey no i think only three of them are it's, it's super embarrassing that i'm saying that i don't think green is a primary color no because green because green's a mixture yes i think you're right see i get that um whatever okay. um but so, the, and then they're like, there's this whole song that's going on in the apartment, and they're singing and dancing, and it like doesn't, it, it's, I mean, it's cool, but I noticed this about in like the third or fourth song in the movie, that it's almost a reverse Moulin Rouge. And what okay. I mean by that is Moulin Rouge is set in the past, but it has modern music. Right, which drives me nuts. It drives you insane. This is a modern, it's set in modern times, uh-huh. but the music... The singing, everything is very Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, but it's very like do 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 do, like very early Hollywood, and it kind of drove me nuts because the really? because the story was like so modern, but then they're going into like he's like tap dancing on a park bench, and I'm like that it almost didn't fit. Like it, it granted, here the thing is, if it was modern, if the music was a modern styling, and I get that it was piano because he plays piano and blah 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 but if the music was modern styling it wouldn't have been as successful right well and so that's so funny because i i was not a fan of moulin rouge because you don't i've said it before you don't take an old time 1900s or whatever and put 70s music in it okay but i'm okay with modern and go back to an homage to the old stuff i'm okay with that just because that's what i love so i'm Um, sorry keep going 
This is the third movie you've given me that has sex dancing in it. Sex dancing? Well, she, like, goes to the club with her friends, but then they, like, disappear and she's there by herself. I don't know. And everything is going on in slow motion, but people are, like, doing, like, the bow-chicka-bow-bow dance. (laughs) Third movie you've made me watch with that. Um, Sorry. I'll try. The next movie will not have any sexy dancing in it. Uh, She proceeds to have her car towed or something because she parked in a no-parking spot or whatever. Uh, And then she's walking around Los Angeles by herself at night. Not that safe. No. No. That's... She sees maybe one other person on the street. No, that's not how that works. No. You would... They would never see you again. Exactly. And part of me was like, I know it won't, but what if this just, like, hard turned into, like, a serious, like, we need to find her. She's been kidnapped, and it's not a musical anymore, and it's just like... There you go. Oh, we fe- they sent us our hand. Like, Ew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, like, one of those, like... Ew. I wouldn't psych- watch that La La movie. Land is actually the Zodiac 2. Um, Ew. I wouldn't watch that. That's gross. Uh, it, they did say winter earlier, and it, so he he works in. So she wanders into this like club, and uh, she like walks in, and she's like she hears the piano music, and she's like, <gasps> and then it like cuts back to them on the freeway, and the perspective switch happens, and then we follow him. Let well, I me mean, assume it's him playing, because then we follow him up to this moment, and he's like, his story was like generic and whatever I, I like didn't care it was like i want to be a musician and his sister was like you need to date people i guess i don't know she was like obsessed with his like dating life and he was like no don't sit on this this is a famous stool that a musician played and she's like whatever and he goes to work to like play piano and his boss is jk simmons who and is I, it, who you were he I, could come on our podcast he, oh ask my gosh. him to come on and isn't isn't he the same one that does the I didn't mean to interrupt you, but isn't he the same one that does the farmer's insurance commercials? Yeah, he's also the yellow M&M. Yes, I like him. So, J.K. Simmons, if you're listening, you can come you on can our go, podcast. Oh, my gosh. I would lose it. You um, would say nothing. I would have to do all the talking. I, I Hello, would just, Mr. Simmons. How are you? He's going to be Commissioner Gordon in the new Justice League movie. I'm so excited. I could do that. Okay, sorry. You, you could be Commissioner Gordon? No, I meant... <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean I could be Commissioner Gordon. What is, I could see that, and I would watch it, maybe. So uh, the boss is like, no jazz, just Christmas. And, and Ryan Gosling keeps trying to think. He's like, no, like I'm not wavering on this. You only play Christmas music. It's Christmas time. So he plays jazz and he gets fired just straight up. Oh, sorry. Bummer. So, so she walks up to him and she's like, I loved it. And he just like, boom, like shoulder presses her. Not like hockey, but like, like just, walks past like her. Like she's nothing. He just and they actually like collide. And she's just kind of like, what the heck? And he's like ignoring her. So then, so it's the spring now. It it does these, like, now it's the spring. Right. And she's at this party, and she's talking to this guy, Greg, who I literally could care less about this character. I mean, I think you're supposed to, like, care a little bit about Greg. I do not care about this guy at all. Um, So, and, like, and you heard me. I was in my room watching it, and you heard me go, yes! So I had to come and see what because you were guessing about. there is a cover band playing Take On Me. And Which I'm like is... jamming out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, here we go. We'll come to find out the guy who's playing the keyboard for the cover band is Ryan Gosling, who I've now found the only normal people in this movie are in this cover band with the exception of Ryan Gosling. Everyone, all these guys just look like schlubby normal guys. We're like, look, we're playing Take On Me. And then Ryan Gosling's like, I'm trying to look schlubby, but I'm Ryan Gosling. Right. And what is, um, after Take On Me, what is Ryan Gosling playing? Oh, he plays Iran. No, sorry, but what instrument is he playing? He's playing the guitar. He's playing the guitar. But so at one point, she, um, 
like she kind of sees him and they recognize each other. That was the funny scene. And and he's like the band leader's like, "All right, anyone got any requests?" And everyone just kind of stares. And she's like, she like raises her hand. He's like, "Young lady in the front." She's like, "I ran." And he just kind of like, like Ryan Gosling just like gives her this like, "Why would you do this to me?" And then he starts playing "I Ran," and they're like singing it. Do you know originally who sang it? Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. It's Flock of Seagulls. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, was it guessing. was Flock so of Seagulls. Then, then she's like, she like talks to him, and he's like, "You never make a serious musician play I Ran." And she's like, "Oh, you're a serious musician." And he's, like, trying to be cool. Like, well, okay, here's the thing. If that was anyone else, you could totally buy the, like, he's trying to be cool, but, like, he's like everyone just disrespects him. The dude's Ryan Gosling. Yeah, so do you ever believe that it's not Ryan Gosling and it's a character? I mean, parts of it. Like, he really tries to not, like, but it's like, dude. You're Ryan Gosling. You're Ryan Gosling. Nobody's going to be like, hey, you big nerd. Right. Come play. For, like, the schlubby guy at one point is like, come on, we got to go on in five. It's like, No. Yeah. No, that that guy would instantly be intimidated by Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Hello, Notebook Boy. Wasn't he in the Notebook? Yeah, he's in the Notebook. Yeah. Um, but so then uh, she's trying to escape this Greg guy. She's just like trying to get out of this, and like Ryan Gosling grabs her keys and he's like, "What kind of car is it?" And she's like, "It's a Prius." And he looks in like the valet thing, and all the cars are Priuses, which is kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, and he's like, "Doesn't help me." And she's like, "With the green green ribbon." He's like, "Okay." And they go looking for a car. And he tells her about that putting the key fob up to your skull and how it amplifies the... Uh, have you heard about this? This no. is real. This is totally real. No. I've I've done this with your car. I've done this with our other car. Okay. If you can't find your car and okay. you're, if you put it up to your head and like hit the unlock or just hit anything that's going to make any noise, yeah, it'll amplify the signal because well, he, he says, oh, I think it might give you cancer or something. It doesn't give you cancer because it, what it does is it goes through like water and since your brain has so much water in it, it like amplifies the signal and it actually can find the car farther away. Me and dad were trying this once. It's legitimate. It really works. So you're saying put it at your head, but what, what you're doing is you're putting it down below your jaw. Yeah, yeah. Well, not like, but you're, you're, <laughs> not your brain. But you're like <sighs> aiming it up. Oh, got it. Well, now um, I'm going to. It totally works. It totally works. So what do I have to do? I take my key fob and just like push the unlock button. Yeah. And or push or the lock so it does the boop boop. Got it. And you'll hear it from, not like a mile, but you'll hear it from farther. Which is good, because, so now I'm going to be the crazy lady with the key fob and her jaw, because I'm always losing my car. Um, but then, okay, so then, the first time they sing together, okay, what was the theme? The theme was, I didn't know you could sing. I did not know Emma Stone could sing. I did, because she sang in a movie I saw. Oh. Easy Ryan Gosling is fine. Oh, he's just fine? He's not great. Oh. Like and and some people are like well that's what makes it good is the the fact that he's okay they're both okay at singing because it makes it feel more real it's like no I mean he's not horrible but he's just trying to mimic Fre- Frank Sinatra that, that he's just he's just mimicking right that. he's like, just it, doing that kind of genre sound and and she that actually sound yeah she in not yet in the movie like at this part I wrote she's I wrote he's okay she's better. She actually, she crushes one of the songs later that nice. he's not even okay. involved in. Um, as the opposite Moulin Rouge. Um, okay, this is funny. At one point, she's trying to do a one-woman show. Okay. And he says, take something no one does. Oh, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. 
um, uh, it's just me talking about Moulin Rouge. Uh, he, she's like, just so you know, I hate jazz. And he's like, what do you mean you don't like jazz? Like, what do you mean you hate jazz? And she's like, it's boring. He's like, jazz isn't boring. So he takes her to a club and he explains that it's almost like a fight and how they're all competing and, and it's very interesting. And, um, then they go see Streetcar Named, well, she's like at dinner with Greg and then she leaves dinner with Greg because she's never seen, what's that movie with James Dean? Rebel Without a Cause. Yes. So they go see it at the theater, and they go see Rebel Without a Cause, and there's this hand-holding scene that is so good. They're like, you, it kind of shows both of their hands, and they're both like unsure if they're going to hold hands, and then they start to hold hands, and they're like unsure. Like, it's just such a, it's so good. And then they're like about to kiss, and then like the movie blows up or whatever. Like, it just stops working. Oh, and okay. so then they go to the actual Griffith Observatory, and they're like walking around, and I think they kiss there. I don't remember. Um... Oh, they're about to kiss, and then they start dancing in space. They start, like, levitating, which... Oh, I do that all the time. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm at an observatory by myself. Because they're about to kiss, and then I thought, like, a security guard was going to be like, get out of here, you crazy kids, and they're going to be like, whoa, and, like, run out of there. Nope, they float up into the space. And they're dancing. They're dancing in space. Um, They finally kiss, and it does the slow close with the all black, and it feels like that's where it should end. Oh, got it, okay. But it doesn't. That's about halfway through the movie. So they have a happy relationship. He's playing in a jazz club. Uh, This is where I quote it because I thought this was hilarious. She starts to work on a one-woman show. And she says, it feels nostalgic. Are people going to like it? And he says, F them. And it's kind of like, oh, so this movie... Like, like, right. it almost feels like she's directly talking about the movie. Like, well, are people going to like it if it's nostalgic? And he goes, F him, who cares? It's like, okay, we get it. Right, exactly. That that almost, I was like, and not even because, like, ooh, he said a swear. But I was just like, come on. Oh, that, oh he said the bad word? F. Yeah. But it was like, come on. Like, we get it. Right, like, right. Like, yes, haha, you're poking a joke at yourself. But, like, that's so hokey to me. Right. To, it's almost like, <laughs> you never saw Top Tub Time Machine. Yes, but, I did. Oh, you did? Yes. So at one point they make I mean, it. I never saw it because that was rude and naughty. <laughs> but they make a whole joke like Craig Robinson looks at the camera and goes, or he goes, it's like it's some hot tub time machine and looks directly at the camera and kind of like like winks or like like does like a shrug. And it, it's kind of like that. It's like, yeah. okay, like that's a joke on it. But it's like when people do it seriously, it's almost like, okay, we get it. You're exactly. clearly talking about the movie. Um then John Legend shows up and was like, you want to join my band? Ooh, I like his music. I couldn't tell you. Oh, is he? Nope. I don't know any of his songs. I'm sure if I heard them... Yeah, I don't know him either, but when I hear them or I see him I keep singing... Wanting, I keep thinking of a John Legend song, and then I just hear Dewey Cox. Like, I'm like, is this? Nope, right? that's a Dewey... Because no, that's, that's yeah. stuck in my brain. Yeah, um, no. He's in, like, an electro jazz band, but it's almost just funky. And, like, she likes it, but she can tell he doesn't like it, but he's like, he's like, the money... Like it, right. and she, he kind of is like abandoning his dream. Then uh, she goes to his concert, and people like push past her to see him as he's like doing a solo, and then fall, and she's by herself. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. So she's alone. He's on tour. They haven't talked. She's like calling him, like, hey, haven't heard from you in a bit. I think you're in Dallas or whatever. Like, hope things are good. Blah blah blah. And then she like gets to her door, and like there's like jazz music playing inside, and he surprised her. He's in there, and he made her this dinner. And, Aww. Um, he wants her to go with him and she can't and she says do you like the music and he's kind of like he lies he clearly lies he's like yeah he goes do you like the music and she's like yeah and he, he just pretty much straight up says he's giving up his dream like she's like you're Aww. giving up your dream by doing this and just taking the money 
he hates what he's become. Without saying it, he clearly hates that he's a sellout now. He's just playing the music for the money. Um, a handful of... So he said he was going to show up to her show. He didn't because mm-hmm. he had to do a photography thing for his band or whatever. Um, a handful of people showed up to her show. Uh, and as she's sitting in her dressing room, she can hear people like talking like, oh, she should stick to her day job. So they didn't mm-hmm. like it. So they kind of break up. Um, and she's like, we're done. I'm going home. Like, she goes back to her dad. And, and then uh, Ryan Gosling is laying on his bed, and he gets a phone call. He's like, no, the wrong number. No, she that was a long time ago. She doesn't use this number anymore, blah, blah. And it's clear. And it's the casting director. One of the casting directors watched the show and wow. loved it. Mm-hmm. And so Ryan Gosling, like, drives to her house, which he doesn't even know where it is, but he knows because... She said, oh, yeah, my dad lives in this city across from this specific library. So he, like, goes to the library and just, like, lays on the horn and is like, you need to come out. Like, here's what just happened. She's like, no, I'm over it. He's like, no, you're not over it. Like, this is your dream. You just grilled me about my dream. You're doing this. Um, So she finds her, quote, unquote, perfect audition because she doesn't know what to expect. And they come in and they kind of – they pretty much tell her she's already got it, but she's being pretty modest about it. But then they're like, tell us a story. She's like, what do you mean tell you a story? I'm like, tell us a story. Just tell us any story. That's We're going to base the character kind of on you, and and it's going to be you know a three-month audition and then two months of shooting, so it's mostly just going to be, like, figuring stuff out and blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, and so this is where she just nails the song. She, I mean, it... Do you know what song? It, was it a new song or an old song? None, none of the music is old. It's all new, oh, but new it's in that pastiche of, like... Got it, got Like, it. at one point, they're dancing together in a street light, and he totally tap dance. Like, I reference, he tap dances on a bench. Like, it's very, like, pastiche of, it, like, it, old... Um, uh, so then it says winter, five years later. Oh, okay. And she... And you see the same coffee shop that she used to work at, and somebody walks in, and they go, Oh, hello, I am famous, please... Or they don't say that, but they're, everyone's like, oh, It's her, it's her, it's her. And she's the famous person. Very cool. And and then we see him at a club, and he's signing over the papers. He's got the club. Nice. And then she goes home, and she goes, hey, how was your day, blah, blah. And she kisses a guy, and it's not him. <gasps> oh, poo. And she has a kid. And she has, like, a happy life. But it's just... It's not, yeah. So then she goes to dinner with her husband. And she's like, they were going to go somewhere. She goes, traffic is insane. She goes, let's just pull off here. Let's just go walk the street and look for something to eat. And he's like, all right. So they go. And then they start. And she's about to get in the car. And the husband hears this music. He says, you want to go check this out? Well, they, they go into this jazz club and they see Seb's, which is the, the design that she made for the club. But he wanted to call it like chicken on a stick or something because that's what some Charlie, I don't know, some old musician liked chicken or whatever. And that's what I wanted to call it. But he, he went with Seb's with the design that she made. And she's kind of like, oh, no. And he's and he gets up and he's like, hey, thanks for coming, everybody. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like packed and it's really cool. And people are loving this jazz music. And then he does this and then they make eye contact as he's playing the song that he's kind of played through the whole movie. And it's it he's playing, he's playing, he's playing. And it kind of cuts back to as he's playing the first time they ever saw each other oh. at, when he's playing the club and the piano. Right. And instead, and then the whole scene plays exactly the same. But instead of brushing past her, they kiss. <gasps> and then it does this whole very early Hollywood montage of like, then they're like running away together, and like J.K. Simmons stands in front of him. And he's like, no, and then he starts dancing, and oh, then they funny. like run through. But it's their whole lives. 
it's the whole movie summed up in like three minutes but all these things that were negative quote unquote right are now positive like uh, John Legend approaches him and like this kind of like but there's no talking it's all this fun like music Means. stuff John Legend approaches him and then like Ryan Gosling waves him off and he kind of like okay and like well, what happens then and then it shows like her doing her play and the audience is full and it, and it's it's all these things of kind of like what could have happened what could right. have happened right um and then she thinks about what could have happened and what could have been and blah 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 and then it's like then they they go to this club and it's not his club it's just some other guy's club and then it cuts back to her and her husband oh and she's just kind of sitting there and he goes do you want one more song or do you want to go and she's like i think it's time for us to go like i think we can go and she the, him and her and the husband are leaving and she like kind of turns back and looks and he like looks up from the piano he kind of like smiles and they smile and then the end it it's okay. Okay, so it's just so let me ask a couple of things. Yeah. Number one, do you think you Ruben? Yeah. Do you think that it deserved the nominations that it received? I understand why it got the nominations it received. Because it would you consider it a different movie than what people are making at this time? Like currently? Yeah. I mean, it just did what the artist did. Remember? Uh, remember yeah, yeah. Where it, it was. Artist. It was just like, look, nobody's doing the same. I mean, it's. It's what everybody's doing nowadays. It's bringing it, it's, out it's just, old, <clears throat> excuse me, genres or whatever. Or, but it's just taking something, and it's like, look, nobody does this anymore. So it'll quote. It's weird that it's taking an old thing, but it's technically being original. It's not original because it's just doing whatever anybody did 40, 50, 60 years ago. Right. Um, I mean, music is doing that now, and and everybody's doing that. So do I get it? Yes. If it would have actually come out alongside these Gene Kelly movies and blah, 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 and been mm. in that kind of actual... Love like Gene Kelly. Okay, side note. Here's my biggest problem with this movie. Okay. They are both shown to have phones, the whole movie. They never talk to each other using their phone. Like, it's like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it to your thing, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, why didn't you text her? Why didn't you call her? Like, they never talk to each other on the phone, and it that drives me insane. That's weird. Because they miss each other, and they do all these things, and it's like, what are you doing here? You just decided to show up, it's like... Just call each other. <laughs> just talk to each other. You guys are dating. Right. Like, That's funny. Like I didn't you think should, about it that hey, way, but yeah, it makes sense. Hey, uh, hey, I can't make it. I'm really sorry. Like, we can talk Stop about this later. Yeah. It's just like, you didn't show up. You said you were going to show up. It's like, you have a cell phone. You were clearly shown using your cell phone earlier in the movie. Right. Um, that, that drove me up a wall. Like, no, it, it almost took me out of it where it was like, just oh. call her. Just call her. Like, you, you can call her. <laughs> you can text. Like... She, she, at the very beginning, when they're going to go see, uh, what's that movie I just... Uh, Rebel Without a Cop. Yeah. She's, like, at the dinner, and he's, like, standing outside the theater, like, waiting for her. Text him. You've shown having a phone. He has shown having a phone. You're like, hey, I'm Run really I'm really sorry. This whole thing, like, I got totally miscommunicated. Like, I apologize. Like, we'll figure this out. Nobody I, uses a phone. No, they, well, they use phones all the time. But not to each other. Not to each other. That's weird. So, all right, so rate it. What do you think, Ruben? Buy it, rent it, or throw it in the trash? I mean, just just for the accolades it got, it's definitely one to buy. Okay. Just be, because of what it is and because, I mean, it's one of those things like, like, I mean, there are a lot of people that buy, that have like, oh, well, this movie got, they buy movies just because they got awards. Right. This is definitely a movie for that. This is a movie you show somewhere, it's like, like, this will be one of those historical movies you watch in a couple years and be like, well, this is, like, film classes will watch this okay, when they're studying that, yeah. old film, and then they'll be shown this. 
Right. Like, this came out six years later. How do you feel like this does? You know what I mean? Like, right. it'll definitely exactly. be just like the artist. Right. I mean, it It was ob- obviously Oscar bait because okay. it played it the Oscar route. It didn't play it dangerous. It didn't get any, like, it was just very Oscar-y, okay. which was like, okay, great, cool. You you made both of them look like Oscar-nominated actors. You know what I mean? Like, right. okay. It, so so buy it because of what it is, but... <laughs> but for those people that, like me, who don't really buy movies, see it once to get it off see the it list. See it once. Yeah, get it off your list. But, like, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you buy this, you're not going to watch it. More, more than once. More than once, even a year. You know what I mean? Like, right. It, it'll be, like, people come over, like, we should watch something. Like, I don't think this is on Netflix. Let's watch it. You know what I mean? Like... Have you seen La La Land? No. Okay, well, let's watch like, it. Like, oh, you haven't seen this? It's such a big blah, 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 blah. Okay, neat. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we have a couple things to uh, to end the episode today. A um, couple things. So first off, let's start with emails. If you want, we to have s- emails. We do have an email. If you want to send us an email, uh, go ahead and send us an email to KTMA Show. That's Kitmashow at Gmail dot com. We will read your email. Um, we will talk about your email. We will. As long as you say nice things about me, that's that's mom's quote. That's yeah, not me don't saying. Don't say mean things. <laughs> okay, this somebody's a, gonna do it one time. Oh, I'm then. just gonna get an email. It's just like you're human trash. Well, that would make stupid. me feel bad. Well, it, it's probably gonna be directed at me. No. That would, <laughs> that would, mom's face. That would. Oh. Sorry, that was my preschool teacher face. Everyone is special. Everyone is wonderful. If you only have mean things to say, then don't talk. Right? We're going to put that on a shirt. It's going to get... <laughs> if you have mean things to say, don't talk. Well, there that, that whole thing, and it's just going to say, Kit Michelle. I like it. Uh, that'll, be, that'll make us that lots would... of money. Yeah, hey oh, I just finished listening to this week's episode, and I think you both might enjoy the 2011 film The Artist. It's a silent black and white oh, movie set it. in the mid-20s, and a great homage to that era in film. Weird how we were literally just talking about this. Love... Now, Ruben, have you seen that film? Not yet. It's it's definitely You do like it? Beautiful... I thought you didn't like it. Um, no, I did very much. But okay. when we did silent films, I didn't want to pick it because it was kind of a fake it's, one. It's a cheater. It's a, But it's good. you got to see yeah. it. Okay, um, there's a second after the email. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, when I heard the theme for the next week and John C. Riley, I got really excited thinking that the movie was going to be Chicago. Alas, it was not. Don, I hope Dewey Cox wasn't too hard to watch, but I'm really looking forward to your commentary on it. And that's from Kelsey. Oh, hello, Kelsey. Thank you for emailing us. So I didn't, you know what I didn't even think about? I thought about Chicago because um, the music is good, but I saw that movie when it first came out and I absolutely didn't care for it. Really? I was going to say hated, but that's not a nice word. Okay, see? So there you go. Um, But you and I also have, like, I mean, we have a lot of similar tastes on certain things. Right. Musicals, we are a hundred and... Like, we're yeah. 360. Like, we, I like musicals you like, and you like musicals I don't like. I don't, right. I don't know what I just said. I think I said that, but... Well, basically, yeah, we have different tastes in, in musicals and stuff. Well, um, that's... But that's good. So, but Kelsey, thanks for sending us an email. If you guys have a thought, send us an email. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. We'll talk about you on our show. Ooh, yeah, it's our show. It is our show. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, so... Uh, well, hold on. We've got a couple other things. Uh, we actually, sorry. this week, uh, received a shout-out. We did. From Yes, we received a shout-out from Holden McNeely. Holden McNeely is one of the uh, co-hosts of the show Wizard and the Bruiser. They're a nerd, kind of nerd culture podcast where each week they pick something and they talk about it with nerd culture. Uh, they've done yes. episodes on Star Wars, Sonic the Hedgehog. They actually just did an episode on... Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who mom is flexing to remind me what that was. Uh, they actually did one on Alien, which is they do a lot of stuff on episodes and stuff that I am not familiar with. 
so but it's like that nerd culture so it's cool to see um so they mom is writing bad words with a question mark yes they do use a little bad words so be careful uh, yeah it's it is a good podcast i've heard it too. yeah i, I just don't mom, like the bad words mom Sorry. doesn't like bad words um but he plugged us on his stream he's actually a twitch streamer He's um, a what? He, twitch. It's like... Uh, <laughs> I know what a Twitch is. It's like what you can't move and it no, just kind of... No, no, kinda... it, it's, a, it's a streaming platform, so when you play video games, people can watch you play video games. Which, um, I'm sorry, but I don't understand yeah, it. But anyway... Yeah, it's okay. He actually gave us a shout-out, and he has a whole call thing for his fans. So Mom is actually going to say it, um, and so we're going to see how that goes. So you understand. Yeah, but I would love to say it, but I can't read it. So it, it's Holdenator's Ho, but you have to... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. So... Holdenators, ho! There, was that good? Yeah, it was good enough. It's more like Holdenators, ho! Oh, well, that's Bang, okay. Close enough. But thank you for. Yeah, thank you, Hold- Holden. Holden. Uh, a lot of, uh, a couple people have actually subscribed to us because of him. So, oh. if yeah, I do appreciate that. We both appreciate that. If you're here because of Holden, we well, really appreciate. Thank you it. and welcome, and Holden. Thank you so much for mentioning us. Yeah, I'm, and I'll definitely send this episode to him directly, so Sounds he knows good. that he's at the end of this one. Also, we have a Patreon program or what? do we... what it's a patreon program right? no it's just called a patreon oh i thought it was okay because i was like oh we have another one no no no, no, no. so I, yes we have a patreon uh if you want to uh donate to the show help us out uh this is totally the most of underground operations it could be yes uh this is the most like this is all going to be funded by you guys uh if you want if you want it to grow please uh, help us grow. Uh, so patreon.com slash KTMA show or just go to patreon.com. Look up Kid Tested Mother Approved. Um, yeah. All right. And with that, we have the theme for next Wait, what? That's what I was going to say. We have the what theme we- for next week. What's our theme for next week? Our theme for next week uh, was inspired by an email uh, from Alicia. And it was favorite actor, worst movie, but we kind of... We always have to... Ruben we, always likes to come up with a different kind we, of we thing. We kind of tweaked it a little bit, too. Just did it for the paycheck. That I wanted to say. Okay, say it. I just did it for the paycheck. Which, what does that mean, Mom? I'll let you explain this theme. So, what it is... You can just tell that the actor is kind of just phoning it in. To me, it doesn't live up to the caliber that you have... Na- oh, sorry, my brain just turned off. That you have normally seen this actor do maybe it's a great actor and and whatever because can i tell you my movie because i'm really excited okay so so let's first because i like when we do an, a one that's based on an actor i like if we say the actor first okay. kind of okay tease so, it so who's your actor kevin spacey and my actor is al pacino and i need to clarify so we actually did tell each other actors earlier in the week yeah because i was really excited about this mom, movie mom, for Ruben, mom this thinks movie that she's got, terrible she thinks she's gotten the worst the best movie um i Mom, so I told mom Al Pacino, and she kept telling me, please don't make me watch that devil movie, not the devil movie. And I said, mom, what are you talking about? But like throughout the week, she'd be like, it better not be the devil movie. And I, I eventually said, mom, how can it be the devil movie if I don't even know what you're talking but about? But did you look it up to see? No, I think, is it Heat? I think it's called. No, no it's that's, not Heat. But it's one where Al Pacino plays the devil with Keanu Reeves. Yes. but I, I think just... I used to own it, but I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's yucky. Anyway. It was easy. So my movie, my actor's Al Pacino. Okay. Um, Do you want to go first? I'll what? go first. Okay. What am I watching? You're watching the, and then I'm going to use quotes. Okay. Comedy, Jack and Jill, starring Adam Sandler as Jack and Adam Sandler as his twin sister, Jill, and Al Pacino as 
Wait, himself. is it Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? It's Al Pacino. Okay, I get him mixed up. You do. So get I've him. seen Jack and Jill. Wait, parts really? Of it. Yeah, I have. Oh, now you gotta watch the whole thing. Yeah, I think Dad was watching it, and oh, it wasn't actually he... as bad as I thought it was oh, going to be. Mm. Oh no, you're wait. There's more. Okay, so Jack and Jill starring Adam Sandler. Okay. But you also have to write Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler. Oh. Because because it doesn't just star Adam Sandler. That's the joke, Mom, is it doesn't just just like how those Eddie Murphy movies. Right. When remember, was the that? Nutty Professor where in the did 90s, all the yeah, roles. They'd yeah. be like, starring Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy. Okay, we got it. All right. Well, okay, so then that that sounds good. I will watch Jack and Jill. I, I totally, because you told me, so I was looking it up going, ooh, I hope he picks this one and this one and this one because I've already seen them. That's why I gave you Al Pacino because I was like, you're never going to know what the movie is if I give you Al Pacino. Well, I looked it up. I was I had a couple that I was hoping you would pick because I really liked them. This wasn't it. Okay, and I know you've already figured out. I know what I mean. Okay, so you are watching the 2016 Kevin Spacey, Jennifer Garner, one of your favorite actors, Christopher Walken, in Nine Lives. Yep, you're going to make me watch that stupid movie where Kevin Spacey is a cat. Yes, I watched it with babysitting a family. And and didn't. this is way before we started this podcast. I kept thinking, oh, this is what they mean about doing it for the paycheck. It is, yeah, we're not going to talk about it now. But there you go. This I'm, fits this category so perfectly. Because... And, and when we talked about it a little bit, because I was like, oh, I think when you were like Kevin Spacey 2016, I was like, I know what it is. It's that stupid cat movie. Well, give it a shot. Maybe, you know what? You might be totally surprised and you might love it. Mom. What? I'm not going to like a movie where Kevin Spacey turns into a cat. I love And isn't he married to Jennifer Garner in that movie? Yes. And he's like 97 years old and she's like not. Yeah. Well, you I think it's a pretty heavy age gap. I think you just need to watch it. Is Christopher Walken the reason that he becomes a cat? Like, like, is Christopher Walken... I'm not telling like, you. You know who Christopher Walken's become? Don Knotts. Where it's like, it's like, he's just that weird, like, oh, like, isn't it, isn't Don Knotts, Don Knotts the TV repairman in Pleasantville? Or Pleasant Town or whatever that was? Pleasantville, yes. Or he's like, right. he's like, he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got like quirky ma- little old guy, yeah. I got a magic TV and it makes you turn into a... Yeah, I think Turn that, into the show. Yeah, I think Pleasantville, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I don't want to talk about that because we'll talk about it next week. I don't want to talk about it. Yes, we do. All right. uh, Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye.